Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful episode of Movie Guys Podcast. My name is Jordan. I'm here there. with Eric and Ed. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, now I get it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I it was like, wait, and then it hit. I'm I'm on board. I'm yeah. I'm wonderful uh, tonight. You're wonderful. I guess. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, well, this I pretty much wonderful, just... and we're all wonderful. Is that what you said? I think, right? Yeah. W- yeah. Way too. Way too. Uh, way to shit the bed there. Eric. Yeah, that was real bad, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, tonight we're talking about Wonder Woman. Uh, I was really hyped to see this movie. I've been excited for a year to see it. I finally saw it tonight with my wife. Uh, She really enjoyed it. She talked all the way home about how much she loved it. So we're going to get into it here. Uh, But, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to talk about this one. Um, My theater experience with this one was uh, different than normal. I actually had a half-packed house. How about you guys? Was there a lot of people going to see this movie? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I, I had a pretty packed house. Um, my seats were, you know how there's that, that front section in front of the, the screen usually, and then there's, uh, then there's the walkway behind it, and then there's the regular stadium seating. Um, mm-hmm. and for, for bigger theaters or, or I guess more, more commercial theaters, that's just kind of be the standard now. Uh, I was in the back row of that front part and I like it. I like that spot. Like not, not often, uh, you know, do I, do I get that spot or do, uh, when I go with someone who would sit in that spot with me, I like that spot, I like being close. I want to, I want the, the thing, but not too close, like just enough to where it consumes all my, most of my peripheral vision, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it was great. I had all to myself. It was, uh, stretched my legs out, reclining seats. It was, it was fantastic. I, I mean, every, the whole, the whole audience behind me, whole city behind me. <laughs> yeah, so I had a pretty good. Uh, it was people cheered. It was great, man. People got hyped for the movie. It was great. I think I was one of the few people in the world who saw this movie in a pretty empty, in, in pretty empty theater. Uh, I went with one of my bros, so it was a little weird. Uh, like two bros were going to see Wonder Woman, but um, not really. Did you hold hands or something? Or we played with each other's wieners. Oh uh, well, I mean, yeah. But anyway, I guess uh, cause an alarm there. <laughs> hey, people do what they what they do. It is not my business to judge or say. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past that movie theater in Pennsylvania, by the way, either for those types of shenanigans. <laughs> the floors are it's, extra sticky. It seems like uh, that theater or it looks like a theater that Paul Rubens would get caught at or something. You know? <laughs> that is wonderful. <laughs> it, it does like the. Pages peeling off the bricks, kind of thing. <laughs> that and, theater and, is hey, so shitty that we actually snuck beer into that theater. We did sneak beer I mean, into like, that theater. It's it's, it's it's it was ridiculous. But lost anyway. a shoe. No, we still stuck. Yeah, the I mean, day. listen, every every theater in the world's had beer snuck into it. All right. Sometimes Jaeger too. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had the liberty of sneaking Taco Bell into that theater before, too. It was too. a hot dog and Jaeger, and yes, it was Spy Kids 3D. Oh. Nice. <laughs> wow. For the second time. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you either really, really like that movie, or I, you're really I live rough, lonely. brother. Like, it's... <laughs> 
start there. But um, that was my theater experience, and that was yours, I guess, right? I mean, yeah, I yeah. mean, there was there was maybe ten people, including me, in the theater. I had a lively bunch. Mm. It, it, it makes yeah. it. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy uh, when the crowd gets into it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I didn't have a crowd that was too much into it. But uh, boy, I like I said beginning, I was I was hyped because I was really excited to see a Wonder Woman movie because, and yes, I'm showing my hand a thousand times. I have not seen a really good, strong female lead in a movie since Aliens. But then we got Rogue One that came out, which that female lead was very, very strong. So I was excited to see what Hollywood yeah, was going to do. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah. But, yeah, you know what? Yes, you're right. Ghostbusters, uh, the newest one, was a great female cast on that one, too. So that's what I wanted to get into before we get into the nuts and bolts of the movie. Was it's amazing to see that now, finally, we're getting these movies where we have very strong female characters and female leading roles. And my wife's made this comment, and it's very true. She can't tell me the last time she saw a movie where the main female character was getting beat up, but also kicking ass as well. I mean, like, physically punched in the face. Not shot at, like, punched, like, just hardcore fighting. You know what I mean? Uh, Resident Evil. Really, though? I I mean, not like Wonder Woman. I mean, I'm not trying to argue with you. I mean, I think it's great that we have, you know, strong female characters, and I'm only using the pronoun female because, you know, we're, you know, we're old school redneck backwards people here. But, um, you know, we're, you know, realistically, I mean, it, it's been the last two years or so, uh, actresses have have sort of really started to take over, and you know, it's it's good to see, you know, strong female actresses, uh, female actors, you know, start to, you know, have have a prominence in Hollywood. You know, there's, there's been a long time where, you know, you, the, the, the beautiful young woman would get all these awesome, awesome roles and then she'd be known. And then she got a little old and nobody could cast, nobody would cast her in those same roles anymore. And then she got even older and she, you know, between the ages, basically of 40 and, you know, 35 to, to 55, she couldn't work. And then she got to be 60, you know, 55, 60, and she was the mother-grandmother, you know, role. So now you're getting, you know, strong, strong female characters that aren't just the pretty, the the pretty, you know, love interest in a movie. Fast and Furious is an example of that. They they have a lot of females kicking ass in there. Well, ironically, it's the same actress. There you go. Yes, Uh, it is the same actress. And uh, who's the uh, who's the other uh, MMA fighter? Uh, Gina Hey is that her name? Gina Hey, uh, ugh. Oh, Gina. Car- I don't. I... Gina Carano is that her name? Oh. Uh, yep, that's her. Gina. Car- oh, yes, sir. That's her. All right. Gina Car- uh, Carano. I hope I'm saying that right. But uh, yeah, mm. she she was on American Gladiators. That's how when people first discovered that's oh. how, how I first discovered the, the remake, Hulk Hogan version. And uh, I remember just like, she's hot. She's a hot gladiator, and she's fucking fit, and she looks hot, and it looks great. And so she was in, she's was. she been in uh, Fast and Furious, kicking ass there, too, and she's been in a few other movies that have some beat-em-ups, too. So, uh, yeah, it's coming back. You know, also what, I, back. You know okay. also what I like, too, is that they didn't, they didn't sex her up. You know, I'm like, they... 
they could have gone down that. They get the classy, I, I think. It, it's yeah, it wasn't like overly it's classy. Se- yeah. It wasn't overly sexy. It was. It seemed to be a little bit more more kind of uh, uh, almost like a like a barbaric kind of. I, I mean, like they had it, it was. She was equipped, you know. Like it yeah, looked no, like an I, Amazonian I, I, yeah, where it wasn't revealing and it was just like built for battle. It, it was dope. Listen, she she looked awesome. She kicked ass. Uh, the strong female mm-hmm. role. I'm on board. Like they did it right here too. The way that they did everything, really, just. I, I, I and guess what this proves? This proves that DC can make a good movie that's not Batman. Or this proves that Zack Snyder really sucks at making movies. <laughs> well, we'll see well, what Justice that. League happens. Because uh, this is kind of off subject, but not really. Then we'll get into Wonder Woman, our review of Wonder Woman. But did you guys hear the news about Zack Snyder on the set of Justice League? No. Uh, one of his children, I believe, committed suicide. Holy oh my shit. god! And he, why? I think before they started principal photography or during the filming of the movie, because Justice League is coming out this November, you know, of this year. So he pulled out of the film. He's still credited as the director, but it's kind of like a poltergeist situation. You know, oh. where they said Toby Hooper directed it, but Steven Spielberg came in. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on with Justice League. So your theory could be right on that, Eric. Justice League could be really freaking good since Zack Snyder had a personal issue and he didn't even finish the movie. We'll see how she goes then. But uh, either way, we're talking about this one directed by Patty Jenkins. Yes, which I just realized that she directed Monster, which is one of my top 50 greatest films of all time. So I'm excited that she did this. She also now holds the record for uh, highest opening female director at 103 million for opening domestic weekend. Really? She's the highest female director. Really? Great. Yep. Uh, Above above uh, whoever the fuck directed uh, 50 shades of gray. All 50 shades of gray was on there. Oh, that's right. What about her locker had a big opening. We're talking about highest grossing weekend, and uh, I'm sure Hurt Locker's up there for a female director. I'm sure it is, but uh, also Hurt Locker, I think was a, was a, you know was a slow, didn't have hype, didn't have press behind it. But I think it that was a, it was definitely a sleeper hit. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, either, either way, Wonder, she, yeah. she gets it. 103 million opening domestic weekend, and rightfully so. Uh, it it just I think the casting is fantastic. Gal Gadot yes. does, is. Now, fantastically, my Wonder Woman from from here on out. Absolutely, she is a great Wonder Woman, and this is the plot. Yeah, the plot of Wonder Woman is. I'm gonna kind of fuck this up a little bit, but this is the gist of it. So this all has to deal with Greek mythology, which I didn't know because I'm not a. I am not a Wonder Woman. Like I'm not gonna say I'm not a fan because I'm a fan of the movie, but I don't know the history of the comics, so I had no idea that they were gonna talk about. Greek gods. But pretty much what happens is that Zeus had an issue with Ares and because Zeus created men and Ares is like, hey, these guys are stupid. So, in order to protect the Amazonian women, uh, they're on this island and all of a sudden World War One happens. A plane crashes and then we get introduced to Diana and we she gets thrown into a world of her trying to figure out a who she is, who she came from in a way, because there's mystery, because there's mysteries behind her, and also dealing with the fact that she's learning how to love. Mm-hmm. She ain't never seen a man uh, before. 
No, never seen a man. And she handled it very well when he was naked. And I think every single one of us would have said when she saw us naked, well, we would have said above average. He's above average. <laughs> well, I mean, above it's Chris average. Pine, and he's one handsome some bitch. I think the movie that I like that they kind of played off of itself a little bit, fully knowing that there's two uh, gorgeous people playing at these roles here. So I think that they uh, they kind of were were very self aware with the above average thing, or the comment mm-hmm. that the secretary made uh, when they put glasses on on Wonder Woman. And Diana there. And then she's like, oh, yeah, she... because you know, like glasses aren't going to make her the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, she was she um, was objectively beautiful. I mean, hands down. Stunning, really. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's gorgeous. And see, that's the thing, too, that I liked, and I brought up a second ago, how they didn't sex her up. They could have. I mean, like, they could have no, really made her, made her badass, up man. They made all those women badasses. Yeah, they made them all freaking badasses which was great but so to get into the movie this is this movie is kind of two movies in one for me and movies that i've seen over the years i don't know what you guys think of this but this movie to me is a mixture of batman begins and uh captain america um the first avenger where you get wonder woman begins essentially the origin and then it turns into this yeah the origin and then you get into this World War epic that turns into beautiful fights, beautiful cinematography, and that's where I compare it to with with uh, with with Captain America. What do you guys think? I mean, like, do you guys think that this movie is? Do you think Wonder Woman is definitely cherry picking on what has been successful in previous superhero movies, or do you think they're trying a whole new thing? Um, I mean, you know, it, I don't want to say cherry picking, but you know, there's a clear, you know. Formula for success. Marvel's shown it. Yeah, uh, you know, and I think superhero timeline. Su- you know, yeah, yeah. It's. It, I mean, you know, me personally, I I thought more of this movie as basically a comic book come to life because it's it's real campy, but like not overly campy. No, the like, you know the, the fight scenes were really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I really liked them a lot. Like the way that they did the slow mo, the way that they did the um, what I've known to be as wire foo, um, worked very well for the Amazons. It was very believable. You could, you know, seeing that all you all you saw them uh, and on the island was just they were just battle ready always. So for them to do these amazing feats, and obviously because they're a little bit uh, more divine than the regular human. Uh, it, it just it's very believable and which is awesome that they're just they're, they're just kick ass you know and it's just it's so sweet I, I i liked it a lot and especially um her spirit like when she's just like no fuck this we're here to fight them let's go and yeah and people just like no little lady you, you shouldn't do that she's like no fuck you and just jumps in and just and just takes charge oh what a badass save me see now i have a I have a question for you, because um, again, I don't know much about Wonder Woman. Can she never die? Until well, I mean, like I mean, like I'm sorry, bad word. Let me let me reverse. Does she never grow old? Is that the thing that she is that she'll never grow old? But if somebody shoots her in the head, she's dead, right? I mean, like, is well, because... just based on the movie, 
you know, like they've been there for thousands upon thousands of years. And, you know, Diana was, it was a God. So gods don't really die unless they're killed. They, you know, plus, you know, they're, you know, from a mythology standpoint, they just, they age much more slowly. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's her bracelet. So I'm going to look it up. Is that it? Because I was just Here, confused because it, it's it, like when you have her mom, the queen, like, does she, does she age? Does she die? I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, I, no, no. She's there. They're in, they're around man. they're, you know, I mean, that's, that's Zeus. Those are Zeus's bitches. You know, <laughs> like, ain't nobody touching them. He's got a nice harem. Yeah. Like you kidding me? Uh, if you think uh, about it, Zeus year, fucked a lot of women. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes he turned into a bull and fucked like, him. <laughs> like, a, how many kids does Zeus have with like mortals and other gods? I, I mean, a it, lot. as it pertains in the in the DC comic world, or well, no, no, no. I mean, like, I'm getting off subject now, but like, okay, let's let's just say you know, well, well Hercules is is in the in yeah. DC. He's also in Her- Marvel, though. Well, Hercules, Hercules is a, you know, you can't say that he's a comic book character because he's a Greek mythology character. Well, he's a comic book character. Yeah, I mean, but they've turned him into one, you know, and he's basically fair game for any, for either side. I'm good to see my man Hercules getting work, man. you got to rebrand yourself sometimes. Find, <laughs> find new outlets, you know, diversify. Yeah, because I was just wondering. Because I was, I, was, I was not shocked. I was just left wondering. It looks like they're because the she's a god? It's okay. It, it's the bracelets. If if you're able to take them away, then she goes into an uncontrollable rage. And uh, the modern Wonder Woman had no specifically called out weakness. She's just. But if you apparently if you were able to bound her bracelets together, she'd lose all her powers. Okay, fair enough. Wah, so wah, we always talk about <laughs> what we like and what we don't like. What I don't like about this movie is how she gets her traditional Wonder Woman outfit. Uh, she jumps into a castle. She gets the lasso of truth and she gets the God killer sword. And then she's like, Hey, that red and blue outfit looks great. Like whose red and blue outfit was that? Was that her mom's? I don't know. You know, I mean, like, I like the fact that they gave her, you know, the crown, the woman crown, because they had a story to it. But I would like to argue that the red and blue outfit is a little bit more iconic of the fucking crown. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't you think that they would spend more time well, talking about the outfit? The you're upgrading the, the look a little bit more. For those that don't know, again, the movie starts out with them on the island. There's a plane. Chris Pine crashes into their their hidden island. They meet this man. The threat comes in, and it's just it's all this. All, you would think you would think he'd be the luckiest man ever because he just landed on an island of Amazonian women who haven't seen yeah. a man in thousands he, of he years. He's being chased by right. Germans, and the Germans chased him right into this hidden island location. A battle ensues. The Amazonians kick some ass, but not before they they have some casualties. Uh, but they kick ass, though, just so everyone knows. And uh, yeah, Claire Underwood dies. Yeah, and then Chris Pine's just like, "Well, you saved me. I guess I'll go to the bath and show you my naked body, my above-average naked body." <laughs> and I like how she's like, "What's that?" And he stops and thinks for a minute, and he's he's like, "It's a jacket," but yeah. like they make it seem like she's talking about his wiener. Uh-huh. Or a yeah. watch, not a, not a not a jacket, a watch. Yeah, a watch. That's a watch. 
Yeah. Which I want that bath at my house, by the way. The bath that he was in. Oh, yeah, that was tight, house. man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, that's a but paint dropper course... bath right there for sure. That's a grotto, wasn't Dude. it? But then it... Yeah, it was. So, okay, well, wait a minute, though. I Okay, again, I'm confused. I am confused about this culture. What I don't understand is that, you know, she said, what's that, which I know they're making reference of the watch, but clearly she's talking about his penis. Why? She's not. It, though... she's talk- I mean, because they, she knows about the reproductive. Obviously, you remember the, uh, so on the, exactly. when they yeah, leave the island yeah. to go, because the, the war is out there. I know I got to go fight the war. Uh, yeah, they do this, this cutesy little boat sleeping with each other scene. And she's obviously well-versed in reproductive, uh, the reproductive ways. So. And from a feminine and from a feminist standpoint too, like she talks about these books that say men are no better than men are no uh, are, are better for nothing than reproductive. There's they can't really give you pleasure. You got to find it yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is what I said. <laughs> yeah. I yelled it out. <laughs> whoever whoever wrote that book obviously is at sex with Jordan because it's not really there for pleasure. You're muted. Yep, he muted himself. He's, he's, he's muted. muted. Yep. <laughs> he can't come I'm back. I'm unmuted now. I'm unmuted. <laughs> My wife is very satisfied with our personal life, sir. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. So Wonder Woman comes to Diana Price. I'm up now. Or Prince, uh, Taking my rum and I'm getting all pissed. Comes into the... <laughs> The modern age, the modern world of 19... Or at the dawn of... Or at the end of World War One, right? Yeah. Yeah, which I'm so happy about, too, because... To get a little bit geeky here, everybody does a movie about World War Two. I actually really, really am fascinated by World War One. World War One is just so fucking crazy. I know a lot more men died in World War Two, but... World War One introduced trench warfare and 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 gas and it was just it's just brutal. Yeah, and rough we're living, gonna, man. We're gonna get into the scene later, but um, one of the biggest things I've regretted in my thirty years of life is I should have been a history teacher, um, and I would have taught World War One because we'll talk about this scene more in detail later. But the scene I'm trying to get at for my point is uh, whether in no man's land. That's literally how pretty much almost every battlefield looked like in World War One. So it's just like, wow, you know, like who would ever want to fucking do that? But um, I really like the fact that it's set in World War One because we get something that we don't get that often. But then we get introduced to the villains. We get Doctor Poison. What do you guys think about Doctor Poison? I liked it. I liked um, it. Just it just seemed realistic, you know, like it just seemed like an, an actual threat. Uh, she seemed like she was just kind of focused on on this work. I I like the character a lot, and I like the uh, the uh, the Nazi guy too. Um, let me see if I can pull up his name here. Uh, uh, Ludendorff, uh, the the German officer. I liked him too as the bad guy. He was a good presence. He played the Axeman in American Horror Story. That's how I know. Yeah, him. right. So he's he's been in Marvel and DC now. But yeah, both. Both villains I enjoyed very much. Like they, they seemed like they were still very, very threatening, but still had uh, very defeatable. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's uh, yeah, like it wasn't like a physical threat. It was just kind of like a uh, you know a menacing threat. 
So I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really dope. But then they had, um, what is his name is? Fucking Harry Potter man. Ares? Yeah, Ares. Ares? Uh, yeah, as the main bad guy, which I, I liked the the Ares, but I don't think I, I would prefer that actor to play him. Oh, man, why the hell can't they have his he, name? He, he feels like a, like a, I can't remember his name either, but he feels like a real, like, squirrely sort of, like, like he like he when he was the I don't want to say what the ambassador or whatever the fuck he was like that was the role that you're used to seeing that guy in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you know the real sort of wormy good guy on the inside oh, kind of guy. David uh, Thaluis is that his name? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, and he was like in Harry Potter and shit. I remember from uh, from the Island of Doctor Monroe. Doctor Monroe, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I love I the Island from Doctor Monroe, but anyway. Yeah, he played a Remus Lupin. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he just he that role caught me off guard. Like I didn't expect him to be Ares. I didn't expect anybody to be Ares, but at the same time, the fact that they did introduce it, like I did not expect it to be that dude. I kind of no, had yeah, a I didn't expect towards that the end. Yeah, I kind of had a hunch towards the end after she, uh, maybe after she killed Ludendorff, and she was just like, "What? Like I thought this was the end." I was like, "You know what? I bet she was fucking Remus Lupin over there." My wife called it. She uh, halfway through the movie. It was after the scene in the movie where they're on the phone after they get done with No Man's Land and they call mm. London and they talk to the secretary and then he's there. Yeah. And my wife nudges me after the scene and she goes, "I bet you that he's the bad guy. I bet you he's Ares. I don't trust him." And I was like, "What? He's fine. He's Harry Potter, dude. He's no big deal." Sure enough, I was like, "Man, my wife is fucking smart." Like, well, I didn't see that one, but uh, no. Okay, so let's get into let's get into, let's get into my favorite uh, group of scenes here. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. No Man's Land is fucking gorgeous. Awesome part of the movie, it's, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's so cinematically it's shot beautifully. I love the battlefield. I love the fact that they give you some background too, and they were like, "Oh, you know, it's no man's land because you can't cross it because these Allied soldiers have been living in these trenches for over a year. Because every time you stick your head out, you get fucking destroyed, and you have women with children in there. It was just, it was awesome. Now, of course, she had that cheesy moment of her turning her head down and putting on her crown and going, "We're gonna kick some ass," but you know that moment was worth it, and uh, she deserved that moment. That scene was great. Yeah, I agree, you know, and I, I I, actually was on the edge of my seat through that whole thing, knowing what was going to happen the whole time. But, you know, it was it was, it was, was actually kind of beautiful the way they did it. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of death and everything, and, and you know, but th- them just sort of drudging through the mud, especially after the victory, like everybody's just muddy. You know, they're not real clean. They at least gave some authenticity to it in that in that direction. You know, and then, like, she goes up and she's, like, fighting everybody and doing her thing, and then, you know, the uh, – you know the 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 good guys really you know they're you know they start to follow uh and you know fight with the Ger- against the germans and everything so like it was pretty cool like i i agree i think it was it was, it was like one of the most beautiful scenes in the whole whole series it was kind of corny though like because when like chris pine obviously saw in the battle of like when they were on the amazonian island like he saw her like, hey, shield, you know, and they jumped. And it's like she jumped on the shield and like yeah. whatnot. Like that was kind of corny, 
but well, at the well, same time, a lot time... of parts of this movie were, were corny that I thought. And um, there was actually a, I pulled up the list, like uh, like the notebook that Chris Pine had taken from Doctor Poison, uh, mm-hmm. how it did not get wet after he crashed into the ocean and had it on his yeah. person. So like that thing you think would be destroyed. Uh, to that like uh, um, the German ship, the naval ship. That pulled into the mm-hmm. the island's range like that. That has fucking like big old fucking fifty cal on it, you know. Like those got some bigger, you know. Those got some huge fucking shells on there probably, and, they, um, and probably could light that shit up. And where did that <laughs> ship, where did that ship go? Like are they, I, just I, disappeared. Are they shooting actually, arrows at it? To be honest with you, I I think it fucking sank when it when when uh when it looked like it was going out, down, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because because one more comes back out on a video on demand or whatever, we need to watch that scene again because it looked like that big huge ship was was fucking was yeah, was, it was you know, going over. It, it looked like it was getting fucked uh, up. We just never saw the ending result. You're right though. Why did the Amazons let Steve live when like all they know is the enemy pretty much looks just like him? Exactly, wearing the same shit as him because he's a spy. You know, so like because they had the uh, lasso of truth that told. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I they mean, told like, the truth. The lasso of truth told like they knew. So they killed the everyone truth. else on the spot, but not him. Okay. Well, well but I mean, like, was she no Wonder Woman? Diana defends him and like, no, he fought along our side. He was I, on I, our I, side. He fought I, against. I, I get. It. I think. I think they're. You know. I mean. Eric, Eric, you're right. They kind of shoehorned the fact that the that the women did not I'm, kill I'm, him. It's it's a dumb but, complaint. It's it's moving a story along, but I'm just saying, like in that same part of, right. of yours, it's just it's a movie. Move past it. Let's go. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, I it it definitely had some issues with that, but no complaint with me with uh, with No Man's Land. But my big complaint with the movie is. Uh, Chris Pine is teaching her how to dance, and she's making fun of how how us humans dance. And it starts to snow. Very beautiful scenery, very rom commy. And then they're in the bedroom, and it's the did uh, it's the did they or did they not thing, and that pissed me off. The reason why it pissed me off was because we have a strong female leading role into a movie. And, of course, we have to get some sex in it, right? Like, there's just no reason. This movie has no reason to have sex in it. There's no sex no. scene in it. But it's supposed, it's supposed to humanize her. It. It's supposed to humanize her because she's falling in love and she's going to learn from it. I think that's all yeah. I can like that. The whole power of love, it's it's one of those weird things where it, maybe it, like, gives her that extra boost to where she goes super sane at the end of the movie. Yeah, I thought the same thing. But she's like, right oh, there, though, to be, to be a little feminist here, that with that theory, that means that she got seduced by the almighty penis. You don't see Bruce Willis in a big building Ooh, again, saying, not oh, just any terrorist, I'm going to bang a chick. Yeah, you know Chris what I mean? Pines, though, I mean. Yeah, it, it's Chris Pines' wiener. But, 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 but all serious, no. Big debate on this one, though. You don't see Bruce Willis or Clint Eastwood or. Any of those big Hollywood actors, uh, big men Hollywood actors, you don't see Bruce Willis at the Nakatomi Plaza going, "Well, I just killed ten terrorists. I'm gonna bang somebody right now, just so I can." Uh, get that would totally that would totally be an adrenaline rush. 
I get that, but it's like, does does this kiss scene, does this implied sex scene need to happen in the movie? Because it's just it's just to me, it's showing the only way that she can be connected to him is by fucking him. Which Look, every really, single no they had a moment, bro. So every cynical. single. Every single movie ever has some sort of love interest. Even fucking Superman has Lois Lane. He doesn't bang her, but like, there's a love interest. The only reason he doesn't bang her is because he knows he would, if he shot a load into her, it would, yeah. like, it, she would die. And that's why he fucks. You know what I mean? Like, dead. yeah, yeah, because he's the only woman he could fuck. Um, Batman. I mean, you know what I mean? There's multiple lovers for Batman, and that's just DC. You know, so even I, so fucking, I guess I'm crazy. You know, even Deadpool's even Deadpool fucks chicks and dudes. Even Wolverine's got a bitch. Yeah, so like there's a there's in every movie ever, even com especially comic books, there's a love interest. And it just so happens to be, you know, the motorcycle riding Chris Pine. So you guys do not think that my theory of she got seduced by the almighty penis was No, she fell in love. She fell in love. Wow, fuck the love thing. I'm just telling you, like, do you think because that's how I read it was okay, she's a strong ass warrior. She gets some uh balls deep in some Chris Pine dick mm. and now she's just a badass. Do you know what I mean? Like No, yeah, she's just, always just, been a badass. <laughs> that's the she, fuel that she needed. <laughs> that's the she, fuel that she needed was some it's like, Chris it's like, Pine a, it's like a yeah, his his love making is equivalent to a shot of vitamin B in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, here's so, what I want to know. Because so she's Chris an Amazon, okay. because yeah. she's an Amazon, you know what I mean? Like, is he satisfactory? Apparently so. Like, she falls in snoo, love with snoo. him. Snoo, From Futurama. Which, 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 by the way, that would make you feel great as a man, right? That you I fucked mean, a like, god? You're banging one... Yeah, I mean... Maybe like, that's why I, he like, killed like, himself. You bang Wonder Woman, and <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman's like, you know what? That was pretty good. Thank you. That's what it is. He killed himself after because right? he's That'd just like, great. oh, man, no way I'm going to be able to top that. Like, um, Yeah, I could never fuck anybody else other than a god. Yep. So he's just like, yeah, my standards have, have gone overboard. I, I I got a problem. I need to kill myself. <laughs> he, it was, he had an epic quote, though. Good good for him. The 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 goodbye quote where I, I'll save today. You'll save the world. Mm-hmm. Very, very that's a, that is a that's a great line. Yeah. So it that was, is almost that is really equal cool. to with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a really cool quote. Um, just in the in the heat of the battle too. Uh, again, she's just Wonder Woman's a badass man. I I think she did a really good job in this movie. The way they cleaned out the village too. Uh, just going through like the trench warfare. Yeah, exactly. Like how of the movie. The way they did like these these shots where it was like kind of like the slow. Uh, a panel shot almost, and it uh, it is really cool the way that they did it. Um, Here, real quick, I just want to pause on something that I that I found to be a little bit of a goof. In that scene where they're like at where they're like dancing and we're you know we're in that little village there. How is all of a sudden the power back on? Maybe they got generators. Like, I don't know. They, they we never had, knew the power was off because the attack was during the day. We never saw. Well, it night, but uh, we but the know. power would be off like the. You know, first of all, back then, like the electricity was very sparse, and they wouldn't have had it to begin with. But all of a sudden, this bar has it. Oh, you know what? Like in that same regard too, uh, because you remind me of uh, that is that when um, 
they get to London, uh, fresh off the uh, Amazon island, they are recruiting a team to be covert and go in and take uh, our main character, one woman, to the front line so she can battle Ares. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they they get their their group assembled. They get uh, you know and they go, but they had the, the sharpshooter who and they talked up like a badass. Did shit the entire movie. He just looked. He just looked at yeah. the scope. He and didn't have a redeeming moment. No, he sang. That's about it. Yeah, I think they were commenting on P, uh, PTSD. But I've seen this actor before too. He was. He got killed off pretty quickly in Alien versus Predator. He's he's one of those guys. Oh, mm-hmm. you know one of those guys. Yeah, but like a character like that, you have to give a redeeming moment to. I don't think they did. And the chief, like the chief, was like an ancillary character. He he stole a car, you yeah. know, and he he had one one you know on point joke about you know the American Indians, and what you know what people did to him, and you but know, that was his purpose though. I mean that that was his purpose because that was him teaching Diana about how human about how humanity can become one after a bad tragedy because she says who killed your people and he said his people. Yeah. So I mean, that's the whole point is is to not only show her love, but to show her that humanity is not that evil as she's led to believe. Okay. I, I mean, if, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. I do like also how everyone who encounters Diana, they're just like, oh, well, you're fucking smoking hot. Hey, how are you? You're uh, you're, yeah. awesome. <laughs> you're you're great. You're just great. Right. <laughs> They get the they they I would mean, do like, the modern day equivalent awestruck. of liking her on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, and I don't blame nice. them. I'd probably do the same thing. Just like hi. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> really? You, uh... yeah, I would have gone. On. Uh, by the way, uh, Eric, what year were you born? Eighty four. She is a year younger than you. Mm. Mm. Ooh. And she's uh, married with kids, huh? She's two children. She was born in 1985. She's 32 years old. Jeez. Well, boys, uh, I think I got a chance. If <laughs> you're listening to this right now, well, Gal, we, we I, know I, she puts out. I know you are listening. Uh, yes. Is, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, let me know. Hit me up. Let's uh, let's tweet sometimes. It's because you know, do some DMs. We got it for an interview. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. I think we can get along. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we get into the big climatic fight, and Dr. Poison and the other bad guy uh, is going to release this gas. Yes, who is going to release this gas that's more powerful than your traditional gas, which will eat through a gas mask and kill you. Uh, but she gets a fight with him. She kills him, thinking that he is Zeus. Turns out it's the guy from Harry Potter 3 who's Zeus. Ares. Not Zeus, Ares. Ares. And then we get an Ares versus Wonder Woman fight. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Again, I don't know anything about Wonder Woman. I can only judge the movie from what I saw. Sure. But once he transformed into Ares, it was like, what the fuck am I watching? I got a little pissed off. Because I felt like the movie kind of jumped the shark a little bit. Yeah, it got a little Be- meh. It got a, it got a little Hulk at that point, didn't it? Yeah. You know, and it, yeah, I think you guys know what I mean by that from just from those movies. How 
how it ended. It's just like, yeah, I mean, like, it's like this. It's, this is a, this is a big. This is a big villain, you know. Yeah, and it's like, and like he automatically, you know, destroys the God Killer sword. Which surprise, the God Killer sword's not the God Killer. She's the God Killer because only a God can kill a God. Yeah, we've heard that a thousand times. But so she fights him, you know, mano y mano. But the moment where the movie lost me is when he came out of the fire all in the Ares God of War armor getup. And Looks I was like, there's a guy with a mustache underneath this. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's just... It goes again with a mustache like, no. It's a good call. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, like, and of course, not only is there a guy with a mustache underneath this, but the actor is skinny as fuck. So it's well. like, I... Watching a Wonder Woman movie, Camel I guess Fox, the suspension of disbelief on this one, but it got this movie was 21 minutes too long. This movie should not have been two hours and 21 minutes. It, it was it, that that ending battle was just way too long. Okay, I I, I think you maybe agree with you there. I, I mean, it uh, a few of these DC movies seem to be having this thing where they the villains are too big for the first movie. I feel like that's where they did it wrong with Suicide Squad as well, where Enchantress seemed to be too big of a villain for your first movie. You know, um, I feel the same way about uh, Batman v Superman. I, I feel that Doomsday was too big of a villain uh, for that for that movie. It should have focused a little bit more on. On something else, but um, it, that's just that's just how I feel. Uh, and same with Ares; it was too it was too big for the for the movie. But I I it was still fun. Like uh, I still get to see a lot of action. I the whole power of the love thing towards the end, where you know she's losing and then she remembers that he died. Uh, you know, Chris Pine died, and then she, you know, finds the power within, and then you know, beats the shit out of Iris and, and defeats him that way. But I, it, sure, whatever the hell, you know. But it, that seemed very, very much like I've seen it uh, uh, ten times before from other movies, just like this. Right. One. Right, and, and you know, that that was one of my last question. One of my last questions after you guys was the Chris Pine death. Was it a expected and b was it deserved because it was like somebody has to die first off boys no body no be... death no body no death <laughs> true no body no death but i mean was he gonna go back as the winter soldier part two you know i just <laughs> don't remember you, you, nev- you never know if they're running out of ideas you, we we might see something else. but um no we're we're presuming he's dead right now and i uh, no, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, we're presuming he's dead. No, I didn't I, just, I, I didn't expect it, but I, I actually am happy that it that it happened that way. And and and, and, the, and then the last thing is that they're saying that humanity, from what I get from the movie, is they're saying that humanity's fucked up and goes to war and kills each other because Ares is in our brain going, hey, you know, fuck that guy. He just cut you off. That's you should go kill him. Um, so... They kind of fucked themselves by doing World War One, right? Because we're gonna get World War Two in the forties. I mean, well, no. I mean, so it, is the movie not dead no. Or what? The movie revolved around the that one picture, the picture from the Batman versus Superman movie. Yeah, the one that likes Luther. I yeah. get that. Yeah, and, no, yeah, and the movie op- the movie opens up with you know you don't see Batman or anything like that, but a movie opens up with 
with Wayne Enterprises van pulling up to her office and she gets an envelope with the original and Bruce Wayne, you know, wrote her a note says I found the original, you know, I bet I want, you know, tell me that I'd like to hear the story or whatever the hell fucking says. Then the whole movie revolt is a flashback of her remembering that moment leading up to that picture and the aftermath of her first love. Which is fine, but I'm just asking though, is Ares actually dead because we get World War Two? Are they saying that every war that's fought is because of Ares? No, she'll she'll find at. that there's that there's more evil in the world that besides just Ares. So okay. I, guess, because... I mean, I mean, she she's gonna have to. She's about to meet Dark Side and shit, man. So she. Yeah. I mean, are we getting more than because... one Wonder Woman movie or something? Oh no, yeah. No, we're not. We're not because. No. We're not gonna we're gonna get another not. Wonder Woman? No, I have it right here. Let me pull it back up here. Uh here we go. Cut off subject. Sorry, fans, but these are the movies in order in which that's coming out after. So we got Justice League coming out this year, Aquaman in eighteen. And then we got Shazam. Mm. The Shaq movie remake that never existed. Movie. Yeah. Uh with the rock playing Shazam. By the way, uh, then we have a cyborg movie, yeah, and then we have Green Lantern Corpse, and then uh, Untitled Justice League Part Two, The Flash, Justice League Part Three, The Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad Two, Gotham Sirens, Black Adam, which I don't know what that is, Nightwing, and then they're gonna end it with Batgirl. They're gonna do a Nightwing That's and in a order Batgirl of what's movie. Happening. Uh-huh. Nightwing, Jesus! I that's a bet. We'll see that's about pulling. Nightwing. Who they got to play Nightwing? That's gonna be that's a tough one. That's a toughie, boy. That's I. I don't know who the hell they're gonna get to. Who the fuck would play a good Nightwing? Well, wasn't that supposed to be Joseph Gordon Lovett, or is that no, no? Well, isn't isn't Nightwing a Batman character? It's a grown-up Robin. Solo Robin. Yeah. Nightwing is yeah, the original right. Robin. Yeah, Dick Grayson. It's Dick Grayson grown up into... Mm-hmm. into uh, yeah, that's right. So, that's an order. They're not doing what Marvel is doing, where they're going to release, like, Wonder Woman Part 2 or 3. They're just going to have all these one-off movies. Um, and it looks like... They're gonna make a, a sequel, man. Like, with, like in the money. Um, yeah. How could they not? It made fucking two hundred million dollars in a weekend. Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon is actually writing the Batgirl movie. Well, Josh Whedon. You got. I mean, well, first of all, I don't know if he's allowed. Is he allowed? He did Avengers. It says right. It says he's doing. It says that he was hired to write, direct, and produce Batgirl film. All right. Well, well, what? I mean. What, what did he? I mean, other than uh, obviously, other than like the known things, like I'm ta- not talking Avengers and you know Buffy. There's there, there's something Joss Whedon did with Batgirl. I'm trying to think what the fuck it was. He did nothing with Batgirl that I know. But so anyway, guys, to answer your question. We're going. I mean, like we're not even. I mean, like we got our Aquaman movie coming out. So what, so so what DCs do? And this is a good way to kind of end the review of Wonder Woman. Is that? DC clearly is, 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 is playing catch-up. Um, they're introducing Justice League way too fast. 
and they're not going to give us other sequels because there is another movie in between Wonder Woman 1 and Batman vs. Superman and Justice League. I mean, like, there has to be another woman, another woman, uh, Wonder Woman story. There has to be. They're just not going to make it. I'm sure they get tired in somewhere. And I mean, they're doing it just fine with uh, Thor because you have Thor Ragnarok coming out soon. Which I, which is the only Thor movie that I actually am going to see in theaters because that looks fucking great. But that's me. So now, did you get? Did you guys happen to see the preview for that movie? By the way. Yeah, it looks Thor, great. Yeah. It's totally from the eighties. Are, the, are they doing Planet Hulk? Are they introducing Planet Hulk? That seems to be what the rumor mill is. That's fucking sweet. Which would be really cool. I I like that. That whole uh, storyline was really cool. And when mm-hmm. he comes back too, World War Hulk has always been my favorite. I've, I've talked about many times. Yeah, you did. Fantastic. But uh, let's uh, let's let's get into our final review here, if you guys want to. Sure. Uh, Ed, how much money would you spend to see Wonder Woman? Um, you know, honestly, I think. Uh... You know, just to give my answer quickly, I would I'd pay for IMAX. I'd go I'd go you know more than full price. I'd pay I'd pay IMAX for this. Um, you know, I saw it in a regular theater. I didn't see it in 3D. I didn't see it in IMAX or or anything like that. I mean, but you know, I I, I think the movie. I think we touched on it. I think the movie went a little long. It dragged a little bit, but that so far that tends to be the the case for these DC movies. Um, and you're right, Jordan, they are playing catch up to Marvel. Marvel has been doing this for like 10, 10 years and DC, but DC has gotten their act together. I mean, the movies they've made, you know, are, are good. I mean, you know, the man of steel wasn't great, but Batman, excuse me, but Superman's never translated the film. Uh, the Batman movies, you know, the, excuse me, the Batman versus Superman movie I thought was okay. Um, I think this is the best of them thus far. Uh, it was well acted in. It was well produced. You know, cinematography was great. Uh, you know, the, the characters knew where they were going. The characters knew their direction, so it was well directed. Uh, I don't have a negative thing to say about the movie itself other than it was a little long. And, you know, so it was a little campy, but it's a fucking comic book movie. Like, you, how can you not have campiness when you have an Amazonian half-god, half-princess with a fucking lasso that in a shield? Like, how can you not be campy about that? So, so that thing around, uh, like, it... Woo! Yeah, so like it, 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 yeah, I mean, so it is what it is in, in that regard. But you know, may, again, maybe that's campy. Maybe you know, maybe there's no other direction to go. There's nothing else you can do. So, um, you know, all in, I think it's well done. I, you know, we talked about a great characters, uh, and it was well, it was well done. You know, so I'm giving this, I'm giving this full, uh, full price plus. You know, IMAX. Eric, what do you give Wonder Woman? How much money would you pay? You know, I, I'd pay full price for this. Um, I, I would. Uh, I, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was just a good superhero popcorn movie. Like, just plain and simple, man. I, I killed a bag of popcorn when I watched this. It was it was fine. I was a little um, meh about the two and a half hour, the two hour, 20 minute tagline to it. Yeah, that doesn't. If that bothers you, then you can definitely wait for a DVD on this one. But I mean, I enjoyed it in the theaters. I mean, the the fight scenes were just dope as shit. Like uh, the story moved forward. Like there was humor in it that that was actually funny humor. It was it was cutesy humor. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I would say definitely pay full price. I 
I don't know about like any 3D or anything like that. I don't think you need to go that far. Even though like some parts did look really dope. So if you were to do it in 3D, like at least get a good seat so you can get the full experience. If I would, if I was in the seats that I was in, and I had 3D, I think they'd be really really cool because that's like one of those where it's it's an experience, you know. It's it's get the full field of vision, and that would be pretty cool, especially like doing that fight scene with Ares at the end. But uh, for sure, I right, definitely go see this one. I think it's it's really cool, and you know, putting the vote for a strong female character, and, and it, it she just did awesome job. I mean, this is gonna put a lot of pressure on Captain Marvel. I think. Yeah. Oh, nice. absolutely. Um, and also Gotham Sirens in the future, so we'll, we'll see go. what they do with it. But um, I'm gonna give this one full price as well. Uh, I was definitely happy with the money that I spent with it. I was entertained. Uh, this, this movie's not bad. I, and I said in the beginning before we recorded that this movie has a 92% approval rating in Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't know if I a hundred percent agree with that. The movie has issues, but this is, and I think we all can agree the second best DC film outside of Batman. I'm like, I mean like this is, this is good. That, that Batman's so not a part I, of the universe so, apparently. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, Dark Knight and stuff's not. But I'm just saying, out of out of the Batman films, which have been the most successful out of the DC movies, this one has become the second most successful, which I'm happy about. So DC can make a good movie. They just need to get their heads out of their asses and make good movies, and don't don't give us Green Lantern. Just don't do it. I love the first but, Green Lantern movie. What with fr- anyway. Uh, but so that, so overall, we're going to give Wonder Woman full price. Definitely check this one out. It's definitely a movie that everybody should see. But next week, we got a fun movie to watch. A movie that I've been really excited for. We're going to be reviewing The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Starring Tom Cruise. All in, right. Into the new Universal Monster Universe with Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll. That's going to be interesting. Oh, that'll be dope. Oh, my Russell Crowe. So he he Dr. won me over in the, in the nice guys. Right? Oh, my God. He's great. Um, but we're going to be reviewing that one next week. And we have some more interviews coming up this summer as well. So be on the lookout for that. And also, we'll be getting together live in the future, fans, for another recorded episode, hopefully. So there'll be a lot of great things going on this summer. I'm excited. I know everybody else is. So we're excited to give this to you. But if you like this episode, make sure to check us out on Podbean, which is movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Check us out on movieguyspodcast.com, drealnetwork.com, and also on iTunes, search Movie Guys Podcast. But Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me, and we'll talk to you everybody next week for The Mummy. Have a good night.